Maximum Health with your host, Dr. Ken Gray. Dr. Gray obtained his master's in both acupuncture and oriental medicine from the Atlantic Institute of Oriental Medicine. Dr. Gray enjoys both being a physician as well as being an educator. His unique approach to holistic healing has taken him abroad to lecture in Germany and treat sports professionals in Hawaii and France. He is co-author of several books on food therapy. His office is in Jupiter, Florida, where he has practiced for over a decade and where he resides. Now it's time for Maximum Health with Dr. Ken Gray. Welcome back, everyone. This is Maximum Health. I'm Dr. Ken Gray, holistic physician. Thank you for joining us. And uh, as always, we have a wonderful guest uh, with us, either on the phone somewhere in the world or in the studio. Today, we have a dear friend of mine in the studio, Beth Bradley. And um, we're talking about her new venture. Not not a new talent, because she's had this talent of hairstyling and um, taking care of people through their appearances in this way and fashion for many years. But she's opened up a place called the Collective Hair Studio. And the thing that um, pointed out to me and got me wanting to talk with her and uh, share her life and story and um, business uh, platform and approach to health and healing uh, with you guys, uh, my audience, is the idea of the 90% sustainable sustainability of your hair salon. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's so much more to talk about. I mean, we started off talking about uh, uh, cookbooks and veganism and all sorts of things. Thank you for joining us, Beth Bradley. Thank you, Dr. Ken. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. It's been so, it's always fun talking with you, but <laughs> and this is going to be a great show. Um, so before we get into the Collective Hair Studio, what was that cookbook you were telling me about? That's all Thug Kitchen. Thug Kitchen. Thug Kitchen. It's all plant-based, yeah. uh, vegan, great recipes, but yeah. it's a very different cookbook as there's a lot of expletives and uh, <laughs> cursing. <laughs> In his recipes, yeah. it's definitely worth uh, checking out. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. It's a little tidbit for the audience. Yeah. always like little stuff like that to, you know, read. And I, obviously, I've written cookbooks. And it was one of the things we did was we did the time signatures, not in time, but in bottles of wine and glasses of wine. Corks <laughs> <laughs> so, are for quitters. Well, yeah, when we when we cook, it's, it's nice to time it by how long it takes, you know, yes. to get through it in terms of wine. Anyway, that was back in the day, health and balance time. So so now the Collective Hair Studio, I'm sure it's just what it sounds like. It's a collective of? So the name came from uh, working in a group or a collective of like-minded people. That's yeah. the definition, and that's what I wanted to do. I've been very lucky <clears throat> in my career to... Uh, seek out and find like-minded hairdressers who are really interested in sharing their passion for hair, um, teaching each other, learning from each other. Uh, years ago in our industry, that it wasn't like that. It was very, uh, this is my client. This is my right. uh, haircut. I'm not going to share it with anyone. It's so different right now um, with Instagram and social media and hairdressers all over the country sharing uh, information with each other and just being like-minded um, mm -hmm. and especially in our salon uh, being like-minded about 
trying to be a responsible uh, business, responsible salon by uh, and responsible uh, business owner in our area by not um, throwing away so much of the trash that's associated with our industry. Um, it's a, a figure that's out there um, by Green Circle that the beauty industry can create up to 800 pounds of waste a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've worked in many wonderful salons and busy salons and the waste is just tremendous. Um, and when I decided to open the collective, I just definitely wanted to change that and mm-hmm. be a part of being more sustainable. Mm-hmm. So that, that approach to more green living, as yes. I say, um, earth conscious, mother earth conscious, all of that goes along with creativity, art, healing, so forth and so on. How do you do this? I mean, it's it, it can't be easy in your field. And you're coming from working, I'm sure, at a very large hair salon. I, I've known you since mm-hmm. you've worked at you know one before this, which is well known in the Palm Beaches. And I'm sure you've seen the opposite, where there is a lot of waste. And, and it's, some of it you can't get around hence the 90%. Right. So how do you make sure that that 90% is there? Right. So um, when I decided to open, I started doing research and found uh, Green Circle Salons. Uh, It's a company based out of uh, Illinois, I believe. And what they do is help salon owners to uh, recycle or send back 90% of what we use in the salon. all of our aluminum foils, which there's a tremendous amount of foils because foils, aluminum yeah. is infinitely recyclable. Um, all of the boxes that the color tubes come in, the color tubes themselves are metal, the plastic tops, the aerosol cans. Mm. Um, those are all things that I think people know you can recycle, but we don't in a salon. Right, right. Um, part of it is in our area, there's not a lot of options to recycle. I mean, especially there's there's big places that you can recycle, car- recycle cardboard maybe, but not yeah. plastics. Right. Um, so Green Circle lets you do all of those things. Basically everything that's in a dispensary at every salon mm-hmm. can be recycled. Huh. Um, the cool thing that I did not know is we also recycle all of our hair and our excess color is not going down the drains. So that's huge because all those chemicals all that color, if you think about it, it's going down the drain back into our water system in yeah. North Palm Beach or Palm yeah, Church. That's, it's that's not. A lot. So it gets separated into a receptacle. Uh-huh. We send it to uh, Illinois to Green Circle and they separate the color and they turn what they can into clean water and the rest into energy. Hmm. Hair clippings. There's so much hair in a salon, right? They use it for oil spills. They put it in this material that almost looks like pantyhose and they make these discs and they throw it in the water and it absorbs all the oil. They also are using hair in green spaces for insulation. So we throw almost nothing away. All those Starbucks cups that people come in with, we Mm. rinse them, put them in our recycle. Those uh, big plastic bottles that shampoo comes in, Mm -hmm. we send them back. We are being very, very vigilant about being sustainable and not throwing things into the garbage that doesn't need to be. So there's two things that come to mind that I'm wondering. First, where's your passion for hairstyling and and hair come from? And then secondly, where did that then transition to being this sort of earth-conscious guru of hairstyling? <laughs> I don't know about guru. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it's going to set some trends. And, and, I'm, and, I'm, I'm yeah. really hoping, and even for other better. small I mean, businesses, I'm yeah. hoping they're, they're more conscious. Yeah. Of, it, it, people make it's just like, a little bit of effort. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, so I 
have I've I've been doing hair for 23 years. It's what gets me out of bed in the morning. I love it. You mm -hmm. you've known me a long time. Yeah. I, I love doing hair. I love talking about hair. I love teaching hair. Um, I my earliest memories are sitting in a salon with my mom. Um, she would go every once in a while, and just I love the smells and everyone. It was the 80s. You know, everyone looked cool, and you know they crazy makeup and the hair was always neat. I love those big hair books. Um, and I decided to go to college for like a year when I graduated high school because that's what people did, right? And I wasted my time and my parents' money. And I ended up getting a job at a salon in the mall in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And that was it. I was obsessed. And I ended up going to beauty school in Columbus, Ohio. And I lived there for several years. I've been in South Florida for 20. And it was the best thing I ever did. I still just absolutely love doing hair. Um, as for the uh, being responsible, I feel like um, my mother and my grandmother were always kind of ahead of the trend with being responsible towards the earth. With They always loved to garden. They, you know, cooked a lot of food. We didn't have a lot of frozen food. Um, when the whole recycling, I guess, I don't know, trend or awareness started, um, it's always been very important to people in my family to be environmentally uh, responsible. Um as you know, a couple years ago, my mother got diagnosed with a very severe uh, diagnosis of ovarian cancer, which is how I found Thug uh, Kitchen, um, because after talking to Dr. Ken, he suggested she went on a uh, vegan diet, which was great for her, and um, she's still fighting the good fight. So uh, being just aware of chemicals and things in food, and you just become hyper aware of those things, yeah. and there's a tremendous feeling of being powerless when someone you love is sick. Um, and there's nothing you can do, but this is something you can do to be proactive with maybe not health, health of the earth, I guess, and, yeah. and to be a responsible human being and trying to make things better for the next generation. And, um, that was instilled in me from a very young age. And, uh, I just think it's something that hopefully people will hear or see, mm -hmm. even if they're a guest in the salon and they start asking questions about it, mm -hmm. maybe they'll go home and they'll recycle a little bit more. Right. They'll go back to their office and say, oh, hey, I'll take those paper cups home and throw them in my recycle bin, you know? Yeah. That's the plan. You know, it's just unique that you're taking these concepts of um, sustainability and doing it with your salon, but um, what it speaks to is the idea that people should look at what they do and how they do it and where those same philosophies and ideas and ideals can apply to what they do, mm -hmm. right? So it doesn't always need to be the person, you don't have to be the person necessarily going and uh, picking up plastic off of the, <laughs> the beach, beach right? or, or whatever. I mean, you know, whatever it is to to uh, someone else doesn't need to be to you. And you're taking something and embodying that and making it part of your whole philosophy for your business. Yes. Which is, how long have you started? How long we this? have just been open since January. Right. So it's yeah, a new so we're salon. New, so, yeah. yes. So it's starting from the ground up. You're really instilling all of these philosophies, all these beautiful yes. ways of being, which is you, into the collective yeah. so far we're uh, just getting ready to send our first uh, shipment to mm -hmm. Green Circle and mm -hmm. I think we have about between 50 and 60 pounds mm -hmm. in the box that would normally be going into the trash that's right. going back for uh, to be recycled and how many other hairstyles in your collective uh, we have three full-time okay. and then our my wonderful assistant Megan uh, is graduating from beauty school very soon mm -hmm. and um, we are actively looking for like-minded people um, mm -hmm. Hair is definitely, obviously, a, a big part, but we're looking for people that um, share our vision and mm -hmm. love doing hair and love being par 
part of a passionate group of people. So mm-hmm. the now you personally, again, you are obviously we met through health circles and all those sort of things. Uh, me as your caregiver, <laughs> <laughs> but I admire your um, a lot of other choices that you make. You do a lot of different forms of exercise. Your mother, your wife. Yes. Tell us a little bit about all of those areas of your life. Like all of you, how do you choose to balance yourself? <coughs> I don't know that you can balance if mm-hmm. you want to be really successful. So I think when you're driven by passion, it's really hard for everything to be balanced. Um, the laundry doesn't always get done on a timely basis. I forget the dry cleaning. Um, you know, I might miss a meeting at school or something, but it, it's it's being driven I mean, you know, you've got your hands in so many different pots. It's something's going to kind of fall by the wayside and you can't be perfect all the time. But I think starting this salon, my husband started a business. uh, He owns a pool company in the area and he's been very successful building his business from the ground up. And my son has watched that. And I think seeing mom build this business is important for him too. Mm -hmm. And he's so proud of me and it's Mm -hmm. so exciting. And he's 17 now, so he's not a baby. I couldn't do this when he was little because, uh, being around was much more important. Um, that was your primary job. <laughs> that, that was my main job. Well, yes. I, I guess still is. For me, exercise is very important because honestly, it's like my happy hour. Right. You know, I'm not going to the bar after work. Mm-hmm. I go at five o'clock, five thirty in the morning to meet my friends um, at the gym. I try to get there as much as possible. Um, my girlfriends are much younger than me, so mm-hmm. they have little babies. So uh, a lot of times, that's the only hour in the day that we can yeah. see each other. And it's important to me to have that one hour that's just for me. Mm-hmm. It's it's not for my husband. It's not for my son. It's not for the business. It's just for me. Right. And for my sanity. That mm-hmm. is very, very important. And I, 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 I love working out. I love uh, pushing myself. It clears my mind. And it's, uh, it's definitely like my therapy, mm-hmm. for sure. I think that's something every woman needs to hear. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard. I mean, every man too. I mean, there's 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 a lot of people that put everything else first instead of themselves, and you can't you can't do that because at the end of the day, um, you can't give what you don't have. You can try. Can't drink from an empty cup. <laughs> right. So that comes down back to the beauty that you help to um, sort of contribute to other people's lives. How important have have you seen that, because um, I'm sure you have so many stories of your work just through hair and a woman, uh, or or I don't know if you work with men, but, <laughs> but it's primarily women, I would yes. guess, that come in a certain way, so many things going on in their lives, but taking that time to get their hair done, right? It's, it's. It's important. Life-changing in a way. It, it is. It's. It sounds simple to say it's life-changing, but when you're a woman and you look in the mirror and you don't feel pretty or you don't feel confident in your appearance, it's. It can. It. It just doesn't make you feel as successful when you have a good hair day mm-hmm. or you look in the mirror and you love the way your makeup turned out. It. Mm-hmm. It gives you a little mi- bit more of confidence. Um, if you have frizzy hair and you come in and we blow it straight for you, you're going to sit up a little straighter. If, um, and I see this with a young girls a lot of time, um, you throw in a few highlights or you give them this great haircut and they, they their spine gets a little straighter. They feel a little bit more confident. Um, Coco Chanel said, a woman who changes her hair is about to change her life. That's one of my favorite really? quotes. And um, 
I think it's just something that we take for granted. Again, as mothers, we're always doing for everybody else. We're always busy. I hear women all the time that call us on and say, oh my gosh, I need to get in so bad. I'm so overdue, but I've got soccer and I've got this and I've got that. And I'm, you know, that we don't think about taking the time for ourselves. And mm-hmm. it is, there's almost a guilt that comes with, uh, mothers sitting in the chair that, oh, I shouldn't be here for an hour and a half or two hours or whatever. And I I really try to make sure with my moms that they are feeling as pampered as possible Mm -hmm. because they might not sit down and have somebody massage their head and make their hair look beautiful for another six or seven weeks. You know, they're busy making everybody else's lives great. Um, So I think it's also one of, and you are in this profession, Dr. Ken, that you can physically touch people and it's not weird. Like if you went into the bank and someone's like, oh, wow, I love your hair. And they were touching your hair. You'd be like, whoa, that's so weird. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, if the guy yeah, at Publix like, yeah. started like rubbing your shoulders when you said yeah. your neck hurt, you'd be like, back off, creep, yeah. right? But in our industry, we actually get to touch right. people. And that human contact, I think, is such a gift. And having people feel listened to and appreciated, I think is something very important. Yeah. Uh, that is really comes down to the healing aspect and, and where, and the place that it comes from, because when you take care of someone, which is what you're doing, yes, it's through hair, Mm -hmm. but when you're taking care of them and you're giving them that look, that appearance, that rejuvenation, Mm -hmm. Um, that's huge. And it's in that space where it's coming, you know, obviously they're coming to you because they want it from you, <laughs> not right. just anyone, right? right? They can't just go to a, whatever, the, the hair, hair feel salon good. down the it's street. It's that yeah. feel good stimulus, yeah. you know? And think about 24 hours in your day. There can be so much that happens that mm-hmm. you don't feel good about. You know, your, your car could get a flat tire or you're late for work or whatever, you know, with that, that massage, that appointment with Dr. Ken, it's like yeah. that hour where it's, <laughs> You know, you're getting taken care of or, you know, you come to see me and, you know, you're getting that beautiful hair color and that beautiful blow dry. And, you know, there could, there's so much that happens in life that is not feel good. And I always say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not curing any diseases, you know, I'm just making people pretty. And that's a, it's, it's really a gift. I'm sure you've seen women that will be late for their dinners or for special engagements mm-hmm. just to get their hair oh, done. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I because mean, they, it's that important to them. It's that important to them. And <laughs> I really love And husbands have to deal with that all the time. Working, um, <laughs> clients who will come in and they'll say, yeah. do you mind if I put my earphones in? You know, I'm working. You yeah. know, so right. they're, um, they're multitasking while they're getting their hair done and, mm-hmm. and working at the same time. So, What are some things in your 25 years of experience and also in your collective um, I'm sure there are tips that you would give to women at this day and age. Um, and it can be products. Maybe we'll get into that separately. But sort of taking care of one's hair, keeping up your the, the mm-hmm. work that you do for them, how do they take care of it? What are some good ideas? Is it, you know, I've heard, don't wash your hair so much. Right. I've heard, you know, <laughs> there's so many of these. There's so many things. Uh, and yeah. it's really specific um, yeah. person to person. One of the the biggest challenges that people will come in and say to us is, I can never do at home what you do in the salon. Mm. And I say to them, what are you using at home? You know, and a lot of times they'll say, oh, I got this something from Amazon, or I got something from Publix, or, you know, this, that. And they're not necessarily maybe getting what we're suggesting to them. This is the day and age of, you know, 
Amazon and Ulta and Sephora, and <clears throat> it's very difficult for the salon industry to keep up uh, retail and product-wise with those big companies. Um, but I think a lot of the times they're not maybe taking the recommendation from their stylist of what they need to be using at home because they feel like they're being sold something. Um, but I tell people, if I go to the doctor and, the doc and I say, I'm sick, my throat hurts, and he says, well, you need this to feel better, I don't go on Amazon. I, I go to the pharmacy, I get what he, the doctor tells me. And um, I think it's hard to make people think we really want them to be able to duplicate at home what we do in the salon um, without making them feel like we're trying to push product on them or something. Um, the not washing your hair thing, that yes, that is a, uh, something that will definitely help color-wise if you're, if you're saying, you know, my color fades all the time and you're washing every day. Don't stop. Mm -hmm. You don't need to. Um, also, hot tools. This is the day and age everyone wants. Beach waves and blowouts and, you know, all these things. And they're using these incredibly hot professional tools without protective stuff in their hair and they're burning up their hair. So um, I think it's just uh, being educated. And I know we really work in the salon to talk to our clients about it's not what we do in the salon is such a small part. It's making sure that they're educated when they go home over the next four, six, eight, 10, 12 weeks so that they can keep what that feeling when they left the salon at home. Mm -hmm. So for the collective hair studio, what are some top products? So we use uh, only L'Oreal Professional in the salon. Mm. Um, we, I would say probably 70% of our color is ammonia-free based. They have a wonderful product called Inoa, which I've used for years. I would say 95% of my clientele personally But um, why, why would someone have to be conscious of ammonia? What does that do to the hair? So ammonia for years, everyone thought that's what you needed to uh, cover gray, to soften and swell the cuticle so that the color could go in. We have now discovered years later that you don't need ammonia to cover gray okay um there are it, it is a little bit of a higher price point so for some people it's they still want the other stuff which um Majorell is our other line that does have ammonia in it and it's very good um but for some people it comes down to just a price issue so we make sure that everybody can have beautiful hair at whatever is mm. comfortable for them for their budget um the ammonia free is really nice because it doesn't stain and there's zero smell uh, has a tremendous amount of shine. Um, so, like I said, most of our guests, even if they come in and they don't try it at first, they end up using it because right. it just has so many more benefits. And then top tools. Oh, top tools. I would definitely say uh, everyone's obsessed about the Dyson hair dryer right now. Really? They Yes, everyone loves the Dyson I didn't even know they make hair dryers. They do. They're right. very expensive. Um, we've had some issues with them in the salon with the filters and such. So there is a new uh, blow dryer I think that will everyone will be talking about pretty soon. It's called the Gamma. It kind of looks like a silver ray gun. It's very high tech. <laughs> um, it's not quite half the price of the Dyson, but it is less. And it's even lighter and uh, quieter than the Dyson. It's, it's pretty exciting. Um, shampoo and conditioner-wise, I would say our best seller right now is our Absolute Repair because it's just super... Mm. Um, uh, moisturizing and it's a really good price point as well. Uh, Olaplex is very big right now. Um, everyone's using Olaplex because it's just such a wonderful uh, company and also it's very, very reasonable and they have so many products that are just great for everyone's hair. I think that's our, our, our big ones right now. Definitely the ammonia free hair color I think is something that kind of sets us apart as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then to inspire a healthy scalp, 
do you have natural products that you usually recommend or is it so usually for chemical based scalp, I, w- I will usually i tell a lot of people um if they have scalp issues a lot of times believe it or not we live in the land of dry shampoo and people just don't wash their hair um a really good brush brushing your hair um is good for your scalp health tea tree oil and a little bit of coconut at night is great to stimulate your scalp. How does one apply that though? Because so, you don't want to get tea tree have, on your hair, I assume, because it's very drying. Well, it, it, if you mix it with a coconut oil, mm-hmm. it kind of works as a cleanser. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll, it kind of rejuvenates your scalp. Okay. You could also use, if Good your scalp is irritated, yeah. uh, you could substitute the tea tree for like lavender. Mm-hmm. That's something definitely you could do. Mm. Yeah. So that's for all our essential oil lovers. Exactly. And exactly. then coconut oil has a lot of benefit. People drink it. People swish their mouths with it to, they, to make it has lotion, yeah. yeah, it has it has some yeah. great great benefits, and it's really inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you just want to make sure that you shampoo it well out of your hair the next morning, or you will look yeah. a little greasy. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely some uh, books and I guess some spiritual uh, or otherwise that reference women's hair as their glory. Mm-hmm. I, I feel it's the same for men sometimes, you know, or you yeah. know, uh, depends on the man. But um, I think what you've given is an idea that we can not only embrace our beauty and how we take care of ourselves in a way that is um, honoring mm-hmm. uh, not only of ourselves but also of the planet. And yeah. I think you're merging the two, which is really inspiring. And I hope other people will pay attention and go with this. And um, what is the name of the company again that does uh, all the research? Green res- Circle. Green Circle. Green Circle, yes. And then your company, the Collective Hair Studio, how do people find you? So you, we are located in the Crystal Cove Commons, formerly known mm. as uh, Crystal Tree Plaza on US yeah. 1. Yeah. And we're very excited to be part of North Palm Beach. You can find us on um, Instagram at collective underscore hair studio. Um, you can Google us. We um, are also on Facebook. So, yes, if anyone's oh. in the area, we'd love for you to stop by so we can show you what we're doing. Well, congratulations on the Collective Thank Hair you. Studio and a 90% sustainability <laughs> um, effort and all of the wonderful work. I, I wish you the best, and I thank you so much for taking the time to share all of your thank talents you and me. brilliance with us. And um, this has been another wonderful Maximum Health. And uh, if you've missed any part of this show with Beth Bradley, please, iTunes podcasts, as well as the Public Radio Exchange. See you next time.